You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Welcome to the Playing with Balls podcast. We are back in Santa Monica this week live. I'm Rachel Kopchak. I'm Shannon Lee. And we just finished watching the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. What a game. That was such a good game. That was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously wanted UNC to win because I picked them. All in right. your bracket. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, um, but I also, like don't care that much just because I it's not Clemson you know it's like not our college teams but I thought it was such a good game and I the and the UNC has has had some really great games this season so I was like hoping I was kind of rooting for them yeah you know it was good it was a nice they were calling it a redemption story from winning last yeah not winning last year it's like you know the best teams should just win because they're the best team yeah when they call stuff like redemption and like it was I was kind of hoping for Gonzaga because I picked them obviously but aside from that it was their first time ever in the final four I know I was just gonna say Gonzaga's never won a championship yeah and I mean I like a good underdog story too Mm -hmm. so only for I mean and you and I like have that we this was our first year that we did like the March Madness thing Mm -hmm. and I was I have to say regardless of how things turned out like we both like ended up so close you know (laughs) we both tied at 43 games except for the championship basically so what happens you win just because they won well I guess uh, I guess right well because I picked you I picked UNC and you picked Gonzaga Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, and that going into this game we were tied right and you Uh. picked UNC to win it all yes yeah yeah, yeah. no so then you won well yeah but like I but I also um well, I've originally picked Kansas though, and then um. w- and then Wendy's the thing, people we did our bracket through let me redo my bracket because they're like you're you like won enough games that you like still get to like pick the like the people that you because I picked UNC to be in the final four, mm-hmm. so they're like as long as you pick somebody to like be in the final four, you can like pick them to win and i don't know if that's like how that really works i don't know so i don't really know if i like really won like that if i really won i'd be like a lot cockier right now but i'm like i think but at the at the end of it at the end of the day like going into this championship game we tied yeah at 43 games which by the way um i was talking to somebody about that this weekend when i was in mammoth and they were like you guys did really well that's so (laughs) and i was like i know we didn't even like like know what we were doing we crushed it we both For crushed sure. it. Yeah. So I guess we can just like I'm I'm okay with saying we tied. Yeah. I'm Only because okay. I got to repick the winner, and mm-hmm. I was like hoping it was UNC, especially after that Kentucky game. Right. But I I'm just being honest. I, I think I, I appreciate the honesty, and I think we should just um after like the like later this week we should both just both go have a lovely meal at Wendy's and like we'll just and we'll send and it we'll, to Wendy's and we'll say thanks Wendy's right um and we'll just like take a photo shoot there and post it ever since we've been talking about it I've been craving a frosty <laughs> I know you have I know and because I haven't had one in so long and what they're chicken fingers or something right chicken. Tenders. Chicken nuggets. Nuggets. And their honey mustard sauce is like so good. <laughs> We're going to steal all the honey mustard sauce for you. I know. I'm just going to put it like on all my sandwiches and like just drizzle it on my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. You know, I didn't really like feel as passionate about this. 
Yeah, I mean, I like that you pick Gonzaga because they hadn't been in the Final Four and they have been killing it this year and they were a first seed in their division. So, I mean, and they also kind of were one of those no-name teams that came up within the last decade that hasn't traditionally been a UNC or a Duke. Because UNC and Duke have been leading basketball in the NCAA for the ACC like for as long as I can remember yeah since I was in college which wasn't that long ago but oh yeah they always dominate I was not feeling super I didn't really care about the game I know even though we put stakes on it by filling out a bracket I was just kind of like but do you know who I realized a friend of ours was at the game G2's husband Nick went to UNC and is a huge fan oh wow and they went to the game last year when they lost and so he went alone uh, this year she's still here she was like I'm not going with you this time like you go because she's like the anti sports girl wife but she's super supportive wife Right, but uh, so a friend of ours is there. I I wish we had the uh, like technology or like ability to call him and be like, "How does it feel to win a championship?" Oh, he's probably on top of the world right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can only imagine. I mean, I can relate to that because like Clemson was in the championship yeah. for football the year before, and I went to that, and we hadn't. We're not. We're different than UNC, but we're more like the Gonzaga. I yeah, would yeah. say in the in football at least, and so having a second shot at it the year after and winning is like awesome, especially because like that was a great game they won like what like 71 to 65 or something like yeah. that it was kind of crazy too because when i first started watching the game i didn't think and i didn't think unc was gonna win because gonzaga was like dominating them and then when they got to the second um half, yeah. half they hadn't scored um in like eight and a half minutes yeah like over half the time yeah gonzaga definitely like came out pretty flat at the half i think if i could just uh not prescribe but like if i could what is the word i'm looking for shannon damn it Uh, Um, forecast yeah or if i could like think what happened like i think gonzaga just wanted it so hard you Mm -hmm. know they just like wanted the win so much that I think when that happens, you lose sight of just like playing the game and just being there. And you like are running so hard to get the ball because you're like, I want to win instead of just like being more calm and centered and being like, I'm just going to play the game that we know how to play and how good our team is. You know, they're, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I totally get it. Mental state that they lost that. It's not their first rodeo. No, they were calm, cool, collected throughout the whole game. I mean, and they're more of a team that's known for being one of the top teams and they were in the championship last year they're like in Alabama right and so it's like you know been you know granted the players nest you know some of the players and depending on their age haven't won championships before but they had made it last year so they had they have this experience you know mm-hmm. it's like not been Gonzaga at least they made it I mean they made it really far yeah for a team that like 20 years ago you didn't know who the fuck they were you know in, at least yeah. in the in the basketball world you know in this in this like new uh popularized ncaa march madness kind of thing yeah Yeah. it's pretty exciting i have to say it was fun participating because i had never had as much like stake in the game because i i i like to bet on sports but i actually i actually have never bet on march madness before so uh, and also because clemson traditionally you know like they've made it but they've only 
made it like first or second round and then they've been knocked out and they don't even make it every year it's like I don't care as much because it's like it goes back to like the loyalty that you have to like your teams totally you like, know Loyola University of New Orleans <laughs> is probably never getting into this tournament we'll never say never but they're um, what division is that girl I don't even know <laughs> they I did not go to that school for the sports yeah. I went to that school for the alcohol yeah. and the degree yeah <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> in that order well it was so fun but. watching it I watched um, uh, North I watched uh, North Carolina on when I was in Mammoth this weekend snowboarding mm-hmm. and I watched the end of the game on Saturday um, yeah. at, that was after Gonzaga had beat South Carolina and everybody Barely. I know and everybody it was so random because Mammoth is you know like this like random mountain town in California <laughs> and all these people were cheering for North Carolina when they won really? and I was too because I wanted them to win Except for these people next to me, and they were like all pissed that Oregon didn't win. And I'm like, well, that makes more sense yeah. because we're close to Oregon. Like, why does everybody here? But we, I ended up becoming like friendly with some of the people. This was one of those community <laughs> tables, right. and they were all from the south. Oh, like just transplants. Oh. And what, um, and one of the ladies had gone went to UNC as wow. our undergrad. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. We were sitting with UNC That's actual fun. like alumni in the middle of Mountain Town. In the yeah, don't you love sports for just that reason? It that connects brings- people people from all over together it does it really does connect people and that's why i like it you know but i literally only saw like the last five minutes of that game but it was still really good i mean they obviously won and then i was like yes i'm still in it (laughs) yeah because i needed them to win yeah well speaking of south carolina the women's team crushed it the women's in the ncaa oh i have no idea yeah i well of course i had to like look it up because no one ever talks about the women's basketball championship but uconn got knocked out by mississippi state so their 111 game winning streak is now over isn't that so much more impressive than how many ever damn titles unc that is very impressive i mean how do you compare the two like is it more impressive to have like I don't know how many titles UNC has, but like have multiple rings or to have like this incredible winning streak in college with different players yeah. throughout the years. And this you is know? South Carolina? No, this is, I'm talking about UConn who got knocked out, but oh, they were expected to win. They were the ones on the 111 game winning streak? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. See, you know, people don't care as much about like yeah. um, women's basketball, even South though Carolina. they're one of the very few um, sports that have like a professional team yeah you know and like the WNBA and they and they're they actually get paid like pretty well by the way I was just talking to somebody about that too WNBA it's okay it's decent I mean not it's not like the NBA or anything but it's like in every other sport there's no professional outlet for women but in basketball there is so it should be more celebrated you know yeah so South Carolina both the men and women's teams making it to the final four that's really cool you know I you know I hate that's gotta be rare you know I hate the Gamecocks they're like the New York Giants or the Dallas Cowboys to me like from a college perspective but at this but at the end of the day I still it's all relative you know and and also it's just because growing up you know not growing up but going to Clemson um I learned like how much the like people are nuts in the south oh yeah just like at LSU about that that rivalry I never knew there was another USC (laughs) no I'm not I'm not kidding you Rachel I'm from the east coast and I was like super young and naive and when I went to Clemson our rival was USC and I when people were like you know 
like later when I moved to California, like in 2006, they were like, University of Southern California owns USC. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, it's University of South Carolina. Right. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Because people are so diehard there. Yeah. And they both go by USC. Yeah. Um, I, know. I don't. The Gamecocks. That is a terrible name, though. It is pretty bad. Did I ever tell you when I went to Columbia, that's where uh, USC is? The, 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 the other, the the other one? The East, the East Coast. Um, <laughs> It, it was so fun to tailgate there, but there's a little bit more redneck than like Clemson. And yeah. I went for a Clemson game and they, uh, I was in the bar and I was rooting for Clemson and the bartender took the gun that shoots like soda out and sprayed me with diet Coke. <laughs> I'd like ruin my outfit. That's terrible. Because they're really hardcore there. They're like they're like kind of redneck fans. And but the coolest thing about Columbia is they have these things called cockabooses. What a cockaboose! And they're old rail cars that have been converted into tailgate spots. And it costs about at least back then. It's it's probably more now. You know, except with inflation, I don't know. But like, um, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck. Because you're so old, Shannon. In so many years, it was like. 30 grand to own a cockaboose and it's a it's a converted rail car that you tell it's the coolest thing i've ever been in inside it's there's there's a bathroom there's like a butler person who's like literally dressed like in like a tuxedo-y like outfit there's a whole spread of food there's all the alcohol that you can like imagine and then on top there of all the cockabooses there's a roof deck what and this is all by the stadium Yes, like, yeah. It's like all right by on all the by the campus. All, all by the stadium. Yeah. How cool. And it's the most coveted place to tailgate, but I had never exp- that's one one of the coolest things about just like experiencing like the different cultures of the colleges mm-hmm. in those areas, but yeah, they take their sports teams very seriously and thirty thousand dollars like if I had an extra 30 grand, I'm not buying a cockapoose. Right. But I also didn't grow up in, in South Carolina South, yeah. as a Gamecock fan either, you know? Yeah. I, but yeah. I mean, it's just like anywhere else. Like even to own a tailgate spot at Clemson is a couple thousand dollars and that's just a parking spot. Well, yeah, that's all that booster money. That's what, but that's what gets you national championship but titles. It's, you it's know? really funny because I used to go park in those parking spots to just like go to school and I used to be like, oh my God, in certain times of the year, this parking spot's worth like $5,000. <laughs> right now, it's, but right now like it's just like a hundred for it's my just a piece, parking pass. It's just a fucking piece of concrete that's a parking spot. Isn't that crazy though? I know. It's nuts. So how... the South, that's cool for, that is cool for South Carolina. Yeah, that is cool and I think, um, you know, I didn't go to one of these big colleges with the sports and stuff, but later after I graduated, I lived in Baton Rouge right yeah. after. And so I got to experience some of that with LSU. I went to like one of their tailgates and that is like, they're nuts. Like just like, Oh, LSU is crazy. Party drink yeah. rager. They have a fucking tiger on their campus. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? It's, you know, it's, it's like just one thing South. to have a bulldog with like tigers, and then uh, I know I that's know. Georgia. That stuff is nuts. Georgia and Georgetown, right? I don't know. I wonder if that's a coincidence that has a bulldog. I mean, Clemson doesn't have a tiger. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I mean like a oh, real tiger. Oh. Like, like oh, yeah, they yeah. have like real tigers. Like they're nuts. Not I'm saying like, yeah, that, huh? not <laughs> saying that Clemson isn't passionate, but like uh, LSU is like on another level of like. Uh, no, sports. we don't have a pet tiger. Yeah, no, we don't. It's no, it's insane. But yeah, so that's. That was an exciting little fun tournament thing we did. Yeah, that was fun. Um, And I guess... The outcome is lackluster because we like kind of tied and I repicked the winner 
So whatever, right. you know. So we'll just go to Wendy's and um, just eat food and like tape it or something, yeah. and everyone can watch us get fat. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, also today and yesterday, it's opening day. In I know we have 162 million games to play now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and you know what? The Phillies won yeah. on opening day, four to three. So that was very <laughs> exciting. With uh, Hernandez hit a home run, very exciting. So did the Sox play? They did play. And my ESPN fucking app will not alert me on anything. I have all of my alerts uh, toggled and it won't tell me the score of the fucking Blackhawks game or the White Sox game. I'm trying to pull it up right now. We played. Assuming we lost. I mean, we we played Cincinnati, so it's like whatever. Because we didn't post like a positive like we we won things. (laughs) I'm assuming we lost. (laughs) Well, I'll look it up when we get to it. But I feel like didn't the did the Cubs play yesterday? Yeah, the Cubs. Yeah, there was four, three or four big games yesterday. Because now the Cubs are all oh the game got postponed. Coveted. That's why I'm not getting alerts. Oh well, that makes sense. All right, so we can still await the outcome. I was like. This fucking shit. Oh, app. Anyway, speaking of baseball, hmm. um, we have um, baller mail, <gasps> and I have a long. I mean, I'll read it. Okay, I have. Oh boy. It's a good perspective. The email is called Hot Take to Playing W Balls at Gmail dot com, and it's from um, William Van Beek, and he is from Tifton, California. Okay. And Hi, he- William. Hi, William. And he wrote. I think he goes by B though. Okay. And he goes. Um, so I'll read it to you, okay? He goes, long-time listener. This refers to one of our um, one of the last couple podcasts we did. Okay. Long-time <laughs> listener, first-time writer. <laughs> As an avid baseball fan, I take offense to the accusation of 30-year-olds being, quote, loser town slash dork slash nerd, quote, for bringing baseball gloves to games. Hear me out on this. The baseball glove is utilitarian. Not only is it good for catching the occasional foul ball slash drunk college chick falling down the steps, it is a necessity for the ability of carrying four beers, four hot dogs, and a bag of peanuts for the boys to the seats. Without the glove, there would be countless mad bum snot rockets, Philly fanatic fights, and whatever hot dog race happens in Milwaukee missed out on by the whole crew needing provisions. Take it back, ball girls. Take it back. P.S. Love the show. (laughs) B. Hey, B. I'm not taking it back. You (laughs) could have more room in your fucking hands if you did not have a glove in your hand. A glove does not provide that much added space to carry all of your hot dogs and peanut jack, cracker jacks and peanuts and things. Well, obviously, B's one of the dorks that does it. So, right, of course. You know, but you know what? He loves the show. And well, thanks he, for he loving dis- the show. He disagrees with our perspective, but I thought because it was baseball related, that was a good time <laughs> to insert an actual like rant from a, from a baller fan. I love it. I think that's a very well uh, written email and very well thought out and I appreciate um, the perspective. The perspective instead of just saying like fuck you gloves are cool at baseball games yeah (laughs) speaking of gloves um you actually can see my mother has been cleaning out the basement and she's been sending me all of my old softball gloves i tried to put them on my hand and it feels like cardboard oh they're so old uh, one of them says jody wright the the property of jody wright i stole someone's gloves i did well my friend was kelly wright who was i was on her team and her dad jeff wright was our coach so i guess i stole her sister's 
But um, well, you're, oh. you know, you're not storing them properly. Like you're supposed to put um, a ball. If you play softball, you're supposed to put a softball in there and then um, wrap it up with. I uh, know, but like uh, my rubber band. I just opened this box, <laughs> and my mom clearly didn't do that, and they don't fit my hand anymore. So if like yeah. it's, they're not that. I mean, obviously Jody Wright's glove is not that sentimental to me. But if it if it was like mm-hmm. for my like daughter to use it, but it's too small for my hand now. I I try to put them both on. There's. There's one that's like a decent size, and then um, that's like a baby glove. I and my baby glove. Oh my god! It, look how small that is. That was I had to have used that when I was like in t-ball. It's a Cal Ripken Jr. glove. What, it's got his name in the middle. That's pretty it, amazing. Isn't that awesome? Like I want to keep great. this stuff, but I don't necessarily think it, it will be used again. Yeah, you, you never know? know. We could put it on Callie, the bulldog's head, or well, something. what if I mean maybe if I have a kid that yeah. wants to use them, but do people do that? Do they like use their parents? Yeah, I think gloves. I, I used one of my dad's gloves, I think, when I first started um, playing. Maybe it was when he was like an adult. But when I first started playing softball, he gave me his like glove. Well, at the very least, so. you have to go into the babe cave. Yeah, I think. They, for sure. Because these are antiques now, like my Cal Ripken <laughs> Jr. Oh, and on the side, it says Brian Lewis with a phone number. Eight five one seven zero five eight. Maybe girl. who the hell's Brian Lewis? Was I getting digits like when I was in like T ball? You know that was my first instinct as an adult. But now I'm thinking that's if the glove got lost. You would call. Why Brian. do I have all these? Why do I have all these <laughs> other people's gloves? My mom obviously got these at yard sales. Yeah, and just was like, "I'm gonna, I lost Shani's real gloves, so I'm gonna send her these ones that never belonged to her." No, so these were my real special. gloves. I think that when I think that my parents never bought me like a brand new, brand one. new gloves. I think I got gloves from Brian Lewis and Jody Wright. I think Scar- garage sales. Yeah. Maybe I, I would have been a better player if I had my own real glove. Probably. No, I was pretty good, but yeah, we were both money. pretty. Isn't that so tiny though? That's it's so big, cute. So little. I um back to that baller mail. I love that baller mail, and um I've never, I never would have thought somebody would d- defend. I'm sorry, it's like really of, just kind of like shocking me now. It's settling in, like to defend bringing a glove to a game. I did like the part where he said catching a drunk chick from falling down the stairs. Right, that's I mean, what a glove could be good for. He um, boxing gloves. He, maybe he also wrote something else too, but I can't remember if I talked about it on our last podcast about. Um, the, um, where remember the one the podcast episode we did with Kaepernick? Yeah, about where I know I talked to you about it, but I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast about where he's from. Oh, right. He yeah. also wanted me to make the correction that because we were like Kaepernick's from like some. Well, Turlock farm owns town. him. Turlock owns Kaepernick as being from Turlock. but I think I said Tulare by accident, which is not that far from Turlock, and and. B. Van Beek is a dairy farmer, mm-hmm. and he wanted me to clear up that actually he grew up and his father was the vice president. Kaepernick's father was the vice president of a cheese operation oh. in Hillmar, which is also not that far. And it's also very God. like dairy related. So at God, least, Shannon, how did you not get it right? I mean, who the fuck even <laughs> like, I'm sure like people are like, who even cares where he's from? But like, I mean, more so the fact that he like was, uh, you know, giving props to Fidel Castro probably overcompensated but I did if I didn't bring it up on one of the last podcasts that was one thing I forgot I did say I would clarify that yes that his that he grew up in a um, an affluent family that worked in a dairy related um business. in the dairy industry in a dairy related business not into Larry uh-huh. 
but his father worked in Hillmar, although Turlock owns him. And the rest is who gives a fuck. Right. Because what you just said sounded like... <laughs> You were speaking a foreign language. I to mean, me. I, I guess it makes sense know. to like to have the yeah. fact to have it one hundred percent correct. I was like ninety six percent correct when I first said it. Well, much and, much appreciated, B. Yeah. For the, so for the clarification. Well, I mean, I just I appreciate the mail, though. You know, the yeah, the, the baller mail is awesome. Yeah, because everybody else has been from New Jersey. Yeah, so far and Chicago is like <laughs> radio silence. I think my dad. I was t- I was talking to him. I don't know the other day or something, and I said, uh, "Oh yeah." I gotta go do a playing with balls episode with Shan and he's like he just kind of like laughed a little you know like what? the name just oh kinda everybody like, giggles kind of like oh, you know like I can't believe that my daughter is like doing it <laughs> this is where we're at called playing with balls he's like yeah some somebody was telling me the other he doesn't really talk like this but he was like somebody was telling me the other day that they uh they saw that you're uh playing with balls things like doing really well and you got a lot of viewers and stuff it's <laughs> like who was yeah, that thanks, person dad. i don't know he was like i can't remember it must have and- been my dad because my dad <laughs> likes every single one of our posts ever and i'm just like i'm praying my father doesn't actually listen to You're, our podcast well your dad's the sweetest if he if he actually does but yeah my dad i he, don't think will ever listen to this but my dad likes all of our stuff but i think he feels the same way he's like class it up shannon i'm like it is classy <laughs> just because but every time i tell somebody the name of what we're doing they always giggle a little bit but then they always say that's such a that's such a clever name yeah and i'm like yeah see that's why we do it because you're never gonna forget yeah playing with balls and we do and it, we but we keep classy yeah but it means all the things and i just got a text today from a business colleague of mine who didn't preface this text with anything except he goes okay comma i still can't get over the playing with balls title <laughs> just out of the blue yeah and i said it's too much isn't it just like being funny and he's like can't even love it <laughs> well you know what see you'll never forget it it's memorable and it's you know your dirty mind can think what you want you know we don't yeah. have a dick and some balls on our photo you know no of course not it's like we're playing with all the balls we say this all the time i might talk about that in my stand-up from time to time but yeah. that's just because that's life and you know we share our, our stories sometimes about dicks and balls and that can be like i don't even really think we do that much though like not too much not like into you know we did only if Nicole it's a good, amy yeah only if it's a good story though yeah you know not just because yeah well you know it's like when i did improv i'll never forget and i told you this before one of the things that i loved that and i didn't do this on purpose but i got feedback later from my improv coach and she liked how I like would take scenarios that were thrown at me in improv, which was like somebody one time said, you're a stripper and in improv, it's always yes. And you have to agree and, you know, um, make a story off of it. So I, my mind just switched to, yes, you're right. I am a furniture stripper. I strip furniture and then I repaint it. And she was like, brava, brava, because you classed it up. You like took it to a higher intellectual level. I'm like, that's what playing with balls is. Same thing. Same thing. It's like that Ellen Bick pen. Right thing, thing that we, you know. Yeah. So what? Uh, how do you think the Phillies are going to do this season? I mean, they're still in rebuild mode, but they're projected to be they are projected to be a pretty competitive team this year, and they also did a lot better than people thought they were going to do last year. So I mean, when it, and you know this just from the teams that you love, like when a team is in rebuild mode. It's you. You never really know what that's going to look like mm-hmm. for a couple of years. So I mean, listen, they're. I, I don't think they're making the World Series this year, but I think they're going to get far. I think they're going to do really well. They've done really well in the preseason. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called in baseball, right? Yeah. Um, 
and well, you know, bef- training camp and all that yeah. stuff. And um, we've we picked up this amazing guy from high school. Whoa. Our our old coach who took who took us to the um, to the championship when we won in 2008, he's down in the minors helping out Charlie Emanuel, who I love. Um, I have, a, I have some question marks like around the franchise and we've talked a lot about franchise, yes. franchise issues, uh, you know, running the dynamics of a team. Um, it's the same franchise that fired him, which mm. I always disagreed with, but we'll see. We'll see what yeah. happens. How, what do you think the Sox are going to do this year? Uh, I, Our teams ended up around the same yeah. last year. Yeah, I think the Sox, you know, we have a new manager. He uh, has a bunch of new, young, really talented players coming up. They have a lot of work to do. It's going to be a real hit or miss season. I think. I, I hope they don't do too well, though, because we don't want to screw up our picks. Yeah. Because like, if we are in rebuild mode and our goal is to just take the hottest kids out of the farm and like out of high school, we can't we can't play that good, you know? And so that's, what's super frustrating as a fan. And just with all pro sports, yeah. it's like, if you're in this position where you're trying to rebuild your team, well, you of course need to play good enough to be interesting and like get your dynamics well, you, going. You and want- if your dynamics go yeah. really well and then you play well, well you fuck yourself because then you don't get the picks if you have too many wins and stuff, you know? And so that's, it's a fine line. Well, and that's not so as, I'm a little as true across like other sports, but in baseball, it is and it is an interesting dynamic but I think like if that's the way that you're looking at it as a fan like you're thinking long term yeah which is good I would rather I mean I I would rather just like get some juju going and like get a good feel and get a good vibe and um, just have a good solid season I don't really care how like if they play amazing i just don't want them to play really bad though i i don't think that's gonna <laughs> i don't think happen. you i don't think you ever want that no but i mean you know i just i'm i really don't get that vibe is my my instincts are telling me we're not going to be like so horrible but according to all of the power rankings we're gonna we're like the third worst team in baseball this year uh, so, well and of i course, did i did read that too but i yes. think like you know what but again it's okay i know where we are and i know where we're Going. And you're still a fan, which makes you not a bandwagon fan. Exactly. And you know where they're at. And you know what I think would just be the coolest thing? It'd, it'd be like our World Series is if one of, at least one of the two of us could get a player in the Home Run Derby this year. Yes. Because we didn't have anybody last year. That would be great. That would be really cool. I'm not saying we should necessarily draft them. No. Because that we know doesn't from always. The, as we know from the Jenna Brister situation when she drafted <laughs> Cano, because she's from Seattle, that and she had first pick when we did our Home Run Derby Big challenge mistake. last year. That's not what you do Mm-mm. you don't pick with your heart and I, but you but when it comes to to betting and being realistic you're never supposed to bet with your heart you right. know and of course the cubs are protected uh, to be the number 1 team uh, followed by cleveland again i don't think so though i i i, I don't they've got almost they're down like only two of their star their closer they traded and the guy who's on the dancing with stars retired their catcher so yeah. they're basically the same team but it's interesting you to never see if, the, if it was a fluke though or the cubs dominate see year 2 now fluke. of course i know what you think <laughs> but i i think i think it's always interesting to see like is it a dynasty or was it a one-time thing yeah you know we'll see only time will tell a whole 161 more games million games <laughs> for for them but i'm 
I'm glad baseball is back. Yeah. I really want to go to some games this year. I've never, I know you don't care about Dodgers or the going to Dodger Stadium. You said it wasn't great, but I still want to go. Well, I've, I've never been. I've been, no, I, I've never been to Dodgers. Oh, I thought you said you had. No, I've, I've been to a Dodgers game, oh. but the only reason why. It was cool because the last time I saw the Dodgers play like live in person was when Barry Bonds was still on the team. So mm-hmm. that was like the year that he was, um, ever, you know, like breaking his the records and right. stuff. Um, and that actually was his last year. Um, God, was that the last time I saw the Dodgers play? And they were playing the Giants. And it's because I when I used to live in the Bay Area. And that was just a cool game to take my family to because that and then when That's the Dodgers play the Giants and they were both really good teams at the time. Yeah. So, but I would I would really much rather go to Dodger Stadium if um the Phillies are there. And actually I don't know. I have to look that up. Yeah, I haven't checked this. But schedule. I haven't been to a Phillies game in a long time just because I haven't they haven't played anywhere like in my vicinity. Yeah. You well, know? we'll have to look and see and if they're close enough like around here, we should we should go to a Phillies game and go King. to a Sox game. And we should also go to a Kings game if they play. Well, we have to do it this weekend. They're playing this weekend. It's the last game of the season. Oh, the Kings uh, aren't going to be in the playoffs. So that's right. The Hawks are. We're Clint Western Conference. I know. I, I but no, we talked about that last yeah. time. But wait, so the, the Kings aren't playing one of our teams, though. The Kings are playing the Hawks on Saturday. The L- hockey. Oh, okay. Hockey. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So the but um, I don't know. I got. I lost my. Train of Wait, thought. they're playing the Blackhawks. Yeah, they're playing the Hawks. Wait, are you going to that game? I don't know. I got. We just got back. We got to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, th- that's what. Yeah, we should go. Do you want to go? Yeah, because you. We talked about it on the last podcast. I know. You, you told me I need to go. I know. I really want to go. That's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have. Uh, there's an. We can talk about. This it's like we're talking two, on the phone, but right. Like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? So, well, so um, uh, there. That's uh, why I just said that because yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. The Kings. No. So there's um a big group of Chicago Blackhawks fans who got a suite to go because there's like you know so them? many. Of them. Yeah. So I'm gonna message them and see if there's any extra oh spaces yeah then we available. should go or I mean, you at the very least but if there's two tickets i'll definitely go with you and okay, I'll, cool. I'll represent the hawks for you sounds good i i mean i represent the Sox for you and i feel like yeah you know even though i'm a like for you like right. and for chicago as opposed to being a cubs fan but like yeah as long as it doesn't interfere with the phillies of course of course of you course, know of course it's yeah. just loyalty to the friendship yes <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> yeah so, so i have to tell you so i was uh, in mammoth snowboarding this weekend yeah and um you know how i've talked you, you like before and i'm doing this new set that you just saw about like drunk texting yeah in your stand-up i yeah. think that's my baller story even though it's like i, I was so not a baller but i have a text oh my god uh, rachel you you did it again you were drunk texting I again i can't do i can't, I can't stop myself shannon and you- my you need to get that app that like locks your phone or something. I don't you're even drunk. know what that is. But the problem is, is you're drunk and you don't remember to lock your phone, you know? Well, also, I, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I like, <laughs> I woke up in the morning and I like didn't even mean to send the text. Oh, no. And I did anyway. Oh. And it's funny though. So I have to read it, even Ooh. though it's embarrassing. So what I decided was, and I, I had a debrief with some of my close friends, um, Trisha and, um, Greg that I went to um, Mammoth with and I said you know th- these texting things I do are really bad 
for my life, but they're really good for my comedy. And I swear I'm not doing them for my comedy. Oh my god, what did you say? Okay, so I wrote person? to the to a guy that I have had like a long time long time on and off relationship with. Okay. I'm sure you know who it is. Mm-hmm. And this is what I wrote at 147 on Saturday night. I I'm still so erected to you. <laughs> I don't know. It's a zoo. <laughs> So I wrote Read it again. I'm still so erected to you. I don't know. It's a zoo. What the fuck? Shannon? I mean, I wrote a fucking haiku. I don't know. And then I wrote attracted with a little asterisk. Right. And then here's the best one. This actually makes me laugh. Right, then I wrote that was not Shannon that wrote that. Please disregard this text for the rest of your life. Thanks in all caps to exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> and so I but to clarify it was you obviously I wrote that <laughs> and nobody is believing that someone else that has drunk texted you a million times in your life um, that but, has said something very consistent with other th- like themes and, and ways that they've texted you and then they go this is actually not Shannon so please disregard this for the rest of your life thanks so that was that was what happened this weekend and I woke up in the morning and I was like why did I do that? And one and my friend Trisha was like, well, you were kind of on a mission last night. And I like, oh. you know, and I was like, she's like, but I didn't see you do that. But the, the craziest part about that was it was we all went to sleep together at the same time. Like not together together, but like we were all like, good night at the mm-hmm. same time. And we all went to sleep about 1230. And this and is 147. 147. So I sleep drunk texted him. <gasps> this is bad I must have gotten up to go to the bathroom and then I just sleep drunk texted him like I can't even control myself when I'm sleeping I know this is a problem listen I think it's funny I don't even care it but is, here's at least thing. you were like this is a zoo I mean on, I'm so <laughs> erected to you I don't know it's a zoo it's a zoo that doesn't make any sense by the way but the but like if it was really like that damaging to my life like maybe I would still read it but I'm more I more just like laughed at it so many times because I'm like, I'm so retarded that I just think it's funny. Yeah. And this is like what I do. And anybody that ever dates me is just going to have to be on board with it. Yeah. Because it's just going to happen. I know. You know? Yeah. They're going to just, you know, they just got to stay on your good side, you know? And he, but if, yeah, if they don't, oh man. Because if they stay on your good side, they get like nice i was gonna say something else they get like very nice texts from you and maybe nice photos of you no and like pretty pictures of your beautiful face <laughs> no and that's all you know that's we're keeping true. it classy on here now right I, yeah well for today yeah <laughs> well um speaking of the dark side my <clears throat> i had a dream i this isn't really a baller story for me but i we'll just make it a baller story well since yeah we're- I have been having nightmares for the last like two weeks and I had a dream the other night that my dad and brother both became Cubs fans. What? <laughs> and they were both wearing Cubs jerseys. Oh my God, Rachel. And, that, um, that does sound like a nightmare for, for you. That is a nightmare. That's so crazy. And I, in the, I'm going to read you the corresponding texts that happened do you mind if i film you right now because i'm going to put it on our insta story oh my god yeah so um 
so I had this terrible dream that my dad and brother had become Cubs fans. They're both wearing Cubs jerseys and I berated them. I was like, this is why we're, you disrespect our team and this is, I'm not, <laughs> don't belong in this family. So your dad and brother became Cubs fans in your dream. Yeah. And that I, means you're a true White Sox fan, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm the only true one apparently in this family. So I texted <laughs> them this dream and my dad happened to be at one of the preseason games in Milwaukee and um, my dad says the Cubs question mark Jake Jake who's my brother maybe he almost went to the dark side last October me never and then my brother got all pissy and he's like I didn't go to the dark side I was happy for the city and <laughs> like the city of Chicago and I said that's just as bad our city has plenty of championships across the board of sports who cares about the Cubs getting one and I said dad we can never let him do that cue Darth Vader music dun 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 and then my dad, with the crushing one-liner, said, I thought I felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> and then... That's a good one. It carried that was on. very well played. I, it carried on a little bit. My brother tried to redeem himself, and we were both just like, whatever. You almost went to the dark side, and you're like, you better watch it, kid, or else we're disowning you from this family. Well, you know what? That's, or I am, at That's least. kind of cool, because it's opening day, and it's very, like, baseball-related. Yeah. And, it, you know, if that's what you're having nightmares about, it could be worse. You could be having nightmares like... That you're in a plane crash or like you're drowning in the ocean. So yeah. your parent, your family becoming Cubs fans is comparable, I guess. But it just shows that your your true um, your where your loyalty lies, basically. Yeah. I mean, what do you think that dream means? That like I'm I'm fearful that my father and brother are going to like betray me one day or something. It doesn't really have like to do with them, or is me? it really just about the Cubs and I your was... insecurities about the Cubs being good again or something? It's, it's probably about the Cubs. I don't really think it has as much to do with them, but I think it's funny that that like you texted them about it. Oh yeah, because we were. Having having this like whole exchange at the game because uh, they my dad was at the game but anyway so that's that's a lot to look forward to lots more Darth Vader themes I think will be coming through on the podcast via my dad well and, and I'm I love Star Wars so we can talk about it all day long <laughs> I'm good. a big fan of especially the new ones coming out but also yeah. I think it's interesting because I didn't grow up with more than one team in my city right and so I don't know that as well so it's a different like kind of a situation for you yeah. like I know who our rivals are but you know it, yeah. in the in the east but I don't know like the city sharing a team yeah. so that is interesting but we'll have to like keep keep update. keep abreast keep on what's going on with the Sox and the Cubs I mean now I'm interested right. I mean never was before but you know <laughs> yeah it's a it's a fun rivalry maybe your your nightmares will also like predict games like night like uh back to the future with the sports almanac and we can just like start placing bets and become like bajillionaires let's do it yeah we we did really well with our March Madness that's We're true on a roll girl that's true we did very well we if we did like a real Vegas pool we would have won a lot of money i think so in, in this case we might win a lot of frosties um, and then our asses will be bit fatter not our bank accounts eh, for short term it's okay <laughs> fat asses fat ass for a week i'll skinny take it. bank accounts <laughs> <laughs> all right well um thanks again everybody for always listening and tuning in we've got so many new viewers and our podcast just keeps growing and thank you for the baller mail yeah more baller mail that that's a great that was a great perspective although we we pleasantly um 
declined declined it, it we, <laughs> we at least represented it and that's yeah. the, what we aim to do with the kind of comments and feedback that we get from stuff the stuff that we talk about because it's very opinion you know a lot of it's based on things that are happening but it's also very opinion based yeah you know when when it comes to like how we feel about it so we love bringing the different perspectives from other people to the podcast and don't forget to um give us five star ratings on, on our things yep and the email is playing w balls at gmail. gmail and then instagram is playing with balls yeah so don't word. forget to follow us on instagram to see all our pretty pics yes and our wendy's adventure yeah when we eat chicken nuggets and honey mustard sauce and frosties and dip them all together at the same time <laughs> nom, nom. we just make a milkshake nom nom bye <laughs>